Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Kellogg is bringing together Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops. And I like these mashups, but I don't, that doesn't excite me. Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops are like two different things. One's yeah. like fruity and crunchy and the other's like just sweet. sugary and, sugar. and soft and yeah. soggy. I don't crunches. Yeah, it's not, Frosted Flakes are not my favorite. I, the, the Fruit Loops should be combined with like tricks. Mm. With like other like-minded texture things. Yeah, not the not what? Or you combine it with something like grape nuts. Okay, Mima. No, but that nuts. it like mixes the young and the old. It mm-hmm. gives you like a a combo. Of it's like, like a May December uh, cereal. <laughs> what they call it? Yeah. No, a what May is December that? romance. Whenever it's like somebody young, like oh. who's twenty five <laughs> with a fifty five year old. Oh, mm. um, free money in Vegas. Oh, you're gonna hear about <laughs> these guys going to the Ray's bachelor party tonight. But free money in Vegas. Great news for Ray. Ready? Already, yeah, I'm. I know the places too. For what? The free money. In what way? If you're wearing a mask, right? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Some casinos in Las Vegas are offering customers twenty bucks to gamble with if you gamble while wearing face masks. Wow. Employees at some casinos run by Caesars Entertainment, including Caesars, Paris, Flamingo, and Harris, were walking around tables and giving away twenty dollars gaming credit to people wearing masks. Yeah. Have you guys said where you're staying? Yeah, we said MGM Grand. Is that where you're really staying? Yeah, it's a big place. It'd be tough to find us. But they're not doing the $20 credit there. No, but uh, you can still wear a mask and be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, will, you, will the $20 make you go to one of those places? Yeah. Uh, Caesars, definitely walkable, as well as Paris. That Vegas casino walking, you're like, it's just right next door. It's not. Three hours later. Mm-hmm. It's just right next door. Because you just can't cross the street. You got to wait for one of those crosswalks. Well, it's not even that. The buildings are so big, and it's not just a building. You got to get to the entrance. (laughs) It's true. Uh, You're like, it's only two casinos down (laughs) four miles later. Do you know what that's from? No. SpongeBob? Uh Uh-oh. Dang. Who says that? I really nailed that joke, and nobody really got it. Mm -mm. Who says that? Did you get it? I got it. Thank you. It's Um, a meme. Well, it's in the show, too. It's the the voice of SpongeBob. Okay. Never Do you watch SpongeBob, Eddie? Nah, sometimes. It's fun when the kids watch it. It's good. I used to watch it a lot because I would go to bed watching Nick at night and it was on every morning. And I, I couldn't find the remote, so I just watched SpongeBob. It is funny. It's just fast. There's a lot of like, da, 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 da. it's like in fast motion. Too much of anything isn't good for you, even exercise. Ooh. While regular exercising associated with living longer, a new study suggests that too much exercise may actually shorten your lifespan. What? Shorten? I mean, I know we need but time to recover. Yeah, let's not get crazy here, folks. Don't look at this and go, you know, I was really thinking about hitting that two days a week, but now I read this story. <laughs> I think it's probably like CrossFitters, they hit it every day. Mm-hmm. But too much of anything is bad. And then finally, a new study says summer sun can kill coronavirus in 34 minutes. It takes that long, though. Like if it's on a surface, it still takes half an hour of the sun blaring wow. right at it. So, uh, you know... Like you hear me later on the show. I don't get into too much of that. It is really all I watch again. Oh, I'm not at all. Mm-hmm. As it's starting to tick back up heavily, I'm just following what states are getting hit the hardest. Florida, Arizona, Texas. You know, and they put up the red states too. Like these states are doing the worst with the hospital. And it's like Arkansas, Tennessee. Oh, man. It's like everywhere that opened up early. Yeah. Or didn't take it super seriously at the beginning is now naturally having the worst time. But I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not going there. Wear your masks, folks. Uh, you guys are heading out today, huh? You, lunch, yeah. You scared to fly? Absolutely. I bought uh, face mask, goggles. I'll be in goggles on the airplane, and I got hand sanitizer, which is new for me, but I bought little travel size so I can have it in my pocket at all times. Whoo! What's your wife say about it? Uh, she says just be careful. I mean, she's not excited I'm going, but I'm like, hey, got to be there for Ray, and I'm nervous, but I've committed to go, so I'm going. Ray? Uh, good to go. Uh, my uh, fiance packed me a little care package. Got gum in there, sanitizer, masks, a bunch of different stuff. Amy, if your husband said, hey, I'd like to go to Ray or whomever's bachelor party, mm-hmm. and it's in Vegas. Right now during this yes. season of life? Uh, no. But I, I would hope that there would be another way to celebrate Ray. I mean, it's super awesome of Lunchbox to go and Ray's friends that get to go. That's amazing. But I guess I would probably struggle with it. Ray, are you nervous at all? Um, I mean, dude, honestly, with these masks, I kind of feel like a superhero. When I go into the grocery store, I'm, 
I feel like I can live my normal life as long as you're being careful and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, when you go, have you gone to a grocery store? No, I'm, I got my haircut. That's the only place I've been in. I'm telling you, the first time you walk into a place, yes, it's a weird feeling, but then you realize I'm being safe. They're being safe. I'm six feet away from people. Okay, we can still live our lives. All right. Do you get annoyed at people that aren't wearing masks? Uh, especially if they're right next to me and due to the gas station right behind me and coughs and I look at him and I'm masked up and he has nothing on. Yeah, I get real mad. I was having dinner with Caitlin and someone came over and was like, hey man, huge fan of the show. And like, first of all, came right up. I was like, eh, a little too close right now. And then was like, put his hand out to shake my hand. And so I, I dapped mm. him, but I leaned back and dapped. It was like this. <laughs> <laughs> really far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even like Clint Black, like I wanted to take a picture with him, but I felt like it would be inappropriate mm-hmm. to ask him to take a picture. Well, and then, you know, he, we, we took one, but it wasn't together. He right. like, he got on the knee in front of the yeah. the desk. We took a social distance picture. Weird Everybody thing. be safe. Take care of yourself out there. Wear a mask. And when you wear it, remember, it's not just for you. It's mostly for other folks. And they're wearing masks for you. So, all right, that's all we have today. I think you're going to like today's show. The Eddie had to wash everybody's feet. The oh. room is still mm-hmm. kind of covered in Eddie's Feet washing mm-hmm. chemicals and utensils. Soft. Yeah. They do, really? Yeah. They do a good job. Yeah, anyone touch it? No. All right, here you go. Here's today's show. Thank you guys. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. Hey, welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I'm going to tell you, I, I go and they've shut down the men's bathroom for some reason. So, I go over to the women's bathroom, and I'm like, should I even go in here? Here at work? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I can't risky. go in the men's bathroom. So it's, it's, so I, I crack open, and I go, ready in there? And nobody answers. And again, I want to make sure that they know I'm yelling in there. I open it again. I'm yelling in the women's bathroom. Is there anyone in there? Nothing. Okay. You're good, then. So I lean into the door, and the door opens. And the first thing that my little eye spies is a couch. There's a couch in the women's bathroom. Really? Now, let me first explain to you what the men's bathroom's all about. You walk in, there's pee on the floor. You're lucky there's a sink. There's barely hot water. There's a urinal, and there's a toilet that's sometimes filled with stuff you don't want. That's all the men's bathroom is. It's like prison. Oh. Yeah. I push open that women's bathroom door, and there it is in all its glory. A gray, fresh, puffy couch really? in the back we don't even have space for that and all of a sudden they got a lazy boy in there huh and i'm like well isn't this a real how do you do this morning <laughs> so i take a look and i turn to the right and everything's spotless in there it's clean and look over on the counter there's a like a hair curler curling iron yeah yeah there's uh tampons what They're, they have two kinds of soap i mean it's a regular walgreens in there dang yeah, I mean, y'all could spruce yours up if you wanted to. No, we can't. To. I, Amy had to fight to get soap in these bathrooms. Yeah, I think the soap is out right now, actually. Oh, and, oh they well, have two you- kinds. <laughs> okay. Do y'all want to borrow one? Whatever you have on, they have it. <laughs> and I was walking out, and the attendant gave me a mint and said, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> There's no attendant, but I, it was, it's unbelievable. I wish you guys could live a life in our bathroom. No, I don't even want to. Sounds awful. I don't even want to see it. Some people go in and don't come out. There are some guys that were working here a few years ago I haven't seen since I went to the bathroom. They still could be in there. Hey, that's what I did this morning. Went into the bathroom and was just shocked by what I saw. What's well, the couch for? Do you guys like hang out? Did you take a nap? Yeah, like what do Is you Is that why you're that? gone so long? <laughs> what? No. I've never gone that long. But I admit try you to have a couch. Pee admit you have a couch. Possible. We have a couch. Yeah. We sometimes have to change clothes in there. We I have to change clothes sometimes in the bathroom. You know what I do? I start to stand on my tippy toes so my feet don't touch the ground, and I throw my clothes over the top, not even just the stall, but over the top bar of the stall because no people. Mm -hmm. It is disgusting where we are. Yeah, that sounds awful. There is no middle class in these bathrooms. There's (laughs) us, the lower class, and there's you guys, the Jeff Bezoses of the bathrooms. I didn't know y'all were roughing it. Living that. Roughing it isn't even the word. That's why anyway. That's what I did this morning. Nice. That's exactly a good morning. Up now he's always going to be in there. <laughs> Hello. Every fired, morning. Fired up when I came out of there. Did you do anything yesterday? <laughs> oh, just mostly still unpacking yeah. and moving stuff around. I think it's it's mostly now. I don't have to buy any new furniture, but it's playing musical chairs with the furniture we have. You know, 
okay, what room do we put this chair in? What room do we put this dresser yeah. in? So that kind of thing. You? Um, I, I kind of cut the top part of my finger off. I was oh. just about to ask you about that. What? You what? Uh, just moving some knives and kitchen stuff and nice. plates. And, and yeah, I just made a mistake and cut the top part of my finger. That's it wasn't so the whole manly. fingertip, but I, it's on like five band-aids, so it's not that manly. Oh. I was like, my finger. <laughs> and so I had Caitlin put a band-aid. I was like, help put a band-aid on it's not even bleeding. It was just the skin was ripped off. And so she puts one. I was like, do you have any more? <laughs> You're like my kids. And so she, then she wrapped the other side of my finger that didn't even have a Band-Aid just to make it. <laughs> I needed it to weigh even. And then I was like, I need, need more. And so I have five Band-Aids on my finger. Are those Paw Patrol Band-Aids? What are those? No. Those regular? Not, no, I had some SpongeBob ones, but I don't have them anymore. <laughs> I used them all. Finished the show yesterday. I walked over to our green room. There's really nobody that gets to even exist near our studios because of COVID precautions. But Clint Black hung out. And just sat over there. So I went and talked Clint Black for like 25, 30 minutes yesterday. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then what did you guys talk about? Um, he, a basketball game he used to play in every Sunday. Oh, okay. Like a pickup? Mm-hmm. And some interesting people. It's his story, so I don't want to share it. Yeah. But we talked about that. Uh, talked a little bit about music, what he's up to now. We talked about golf a little bit. I think, too, after I left, hey, Scooby, did Clint Black leave me his phone number? Uh, his manager is going to hook it up. He wants to hang out with you. His manager does? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going to give it to me to give to you. It's this wait, weird wait. process. Of his manager wants to hang out with me or Clint Black no, does? No, Clint Black does, <laughs> but I'm getting the number from his manager to give to you. Oh. Interesting. I totally hang out with Clint Black, and I don't hang out with anybody. It's Clint Black, though, That's dude. true. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always like, why does somebody want to hang out with me? Like, I'm not that fun to hang out with. <laughs> and so then I, my mind goes, well, since I'm not that fun to hang out with, they must want something from me, so I'll just shut it down and... Hang out with nobody. That's kind of how my life works. But for Clint Black, I would hang out with Clint Black. There you go. I have a couple friends in the industry now. Like, I hang out with friends. I'm friendly with a lot of folks. But I don't make up. I have. I would say I have one pretty good to, to good friend. We hang out about once every week, week and a half or so. That's a level, like a B, B artist. Like A is Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean. B is at next up, but big stars already can sell out like a small arena. I have, I have one friend that I hang out with, and we don't even talk about it because it's like it's kind of our own thing. Mm-hmm. And we keep our romance private. Because yeah. <laughs> I also want, I mean, yeah, obviously what? he knows he's not, but I mean, yeah, if he were to be hear you say he's a B, would he be offended by that? No. I don't think so because okay. A list is up for Entertainer of the Year, B yeah. is like for male or female vocalist of the year, like okay. that category that's just about to be there. C is like best new artist. D is somebody that's starting to pop a little bit. They're like, oh, there's some real future. E is... Starting out. Well, it's a new artist, but there's yeah. potential there. And then F is me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to break it down. Thanks, man. So, no, by B, that's not a... I don't think that's a bad term. That's actually a really great term. Yeah. Okay. And as an yeah. artist, I think you know where you are in your career, right? Like, yeah. You know where you stand. You yeah, hope yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, but... If not, Bobby will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Any artist wants to know, ask me. I'll tell you exactly what class you're in. I do, I do. Ask me somebody. I'll tell you right now. Which artist you want to know? Uh, I don't want to play this game. Oh, Amy says don't play it? I, I don't... No, play. I don't want to play. Let's do Chris Jansen. C, strong, almost at B. C plus. So the other's a B, but he's not a B? I, yeah. I would say he's a B. If the others would be? No. Oh, man. Okay. This part, no. This, uh, my friend has a bunch more number ones. Oh, okay. It sells out. Um, like it does. Uh, Chris is right there close, but yeah, okay. I'll say Chris C plus. Oh. I'm not arguing people against each other. Oh, but I was just thinking how I, I'm trying to learn how you are categorizing, but number of number, number ones. Number ones and ticket sales. And ticket sales? Okay. Yeah. What about Kelsey Ballerini? Oh, that's a good one. B. She's up for female, B, right? Yeah, she's up for female artist of the year every year. That song she has with Halsey right now is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I got one. Go ahead. Where would you put Lee Bryce? <sighs> C minus. Was higher at one point. Yeah. Was lower at one point and is now kind of on the up a little bit, but probably not where it used to be. Who else? Good. I'll be honest. Ooh, ooh, Come oh, on. I like it. I like it. Go ahead. Oh, ha, golly. Trying to think who is in his lunchbox. Marin Morris. Oh, that's a good, oh, that's a it's really good one. B B plus plus plus, like r- almost right at that super A level. Yeah. Not quite there yet because she's not in the conversation for Entertainer of the Year. I but, like those. I like those that are right in the cusp. Though, so let me give you. She's Sam, a cusper. Where's Sam Hunt? Oh, A minus minus. Oh wow, He's, you put him at A minus though. Do. I like that. I do because Sam can 
but Marin can't. This, they're very close to each other. <laughs> I but I would say Sam is just a tick. It's just a tick over Marin. Okay, Old Dominion. Oh. B, solid B. Right there, shelved in that solid B slot. It's like at the grade. That's how I look at it. Like a B, A is your, you're going to Harvard. B's honor roll still. It's awesome. <laughs> Harvard. Oh. All right. Anybody else? Class? Oh. Maybe? Oh, no. I'm good. Thomas Rhett? <laughs> A, oh, my, a, a, dude. yeah, like bottom part of the A part, but yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy can win inter- Entertainer of the Year and everybody be like, sure. oh, good to see him win it. He's young, but he, he did it. Can a- you give us some C? Just, cause <laughs> I no, can't- I'm not giving. <laughs> I, well, I was saying C's because I'm like, I can't think of anybody. Everybody I say I think is, oh, okay, and then he says A or B, so I haven't heard a C yet. Um, I think Chris Jansen is, I said Oh, you said right. C, C, that's yeah. right. Like C plus. Okay. And plus, Lee Bryce plus. was in the C. C minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I know, though? I'm just a guy. You know a lot. I got a lot. I got a whole pad of paper over here giving out grades. <laughs> All right. Who am I going to play? Whoever I'm going to play, let's figure out. Okay. What? Yeah. John, John Party. B plus. B, high now B. Now we just grade them. High B to B plus. <laughs> Every time you go to okay, a song, you grade them. what are the other them. options? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to probably pick John Party. Who's that? Who else, though? Scuba's shaking his head at this segment. Are you shaking your head at this segment? I'm, I'm just laughing at it because I love to hear the grading of these artists. Oh, I got about. one. Go ahead. Scotty McCreary. <laughs> Mm. That's a good one. It is a good one. Lunchbox is looking for tweeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's for. what I'm looking for. I, I don't want the easy ones. I think he's, um, he had, I think his third number one. He's probably right at that cusp of C plus to B minus right there. I think he's right there. He's got some extra fame attached to him, though, for the American Idol days. So that helps a little bit. So maybe he's in the B, lower B category, but it's close. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Mike D keeps putting pictures of artists in front of me <laughs> that are tweeners, and I'm not commenting on them. Oh, no, I'm done. Netflix is putting out a new Unsolved Mysteries. Now, for you kids, this show used to scare the crap out of me mm-hmm. as a kid. Oh, for sure. I think his name was Robert Urich. Is that his name? Robert Stack. Robert Stack? Dang, Robert. I got my wrong Robert. Yeah. He would come on, he'd be like, so. And there'd be fog around his feet. Yeah. yeah but they would tell real stories. Like of crimes, and then it got dark, and I was convinced every single person that was in a crime store was outside of my house somewhere. Yeah, because they were missing. They're yeah. still looking for that p- person. The original Unsolved Mysteries aired in 1987, and then continued through a bunch of reboots-ish, but Netflix is bringing back the documentary show for a 2020 reboot. That show scared the—it really was scary, It was, but it wasn't horror. There were no monsters. It was just people <laughs> committing crimes, and then they would get people to reenact the crimes, yeah. and then I would always be convinced that was the guy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's coming out. Did you watch Unsolved Mysteries? Oh, for sure. And one of my sister's friends got to be an actor on one of the reenactments. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I always thought that episode was super cool. And then our living room was separate from where the bedrooms were in our house. And there was this hallway with windows. And anytime I watched Unsolved Mysteries, if I wanted to go to my room, I would sprint. Because I was so scared to go past the windows after watching that show. Hey, Morgan, you weren't alive when the show started, but do you know anything about Unsolved Mysteries? No. Oh. I think the only like thing that I recognize is like Dateline. Other than that, I don't really know anything. Okay, similar except Unsolved Mysteries was kind of the only thing that did that. And then Robert Stack just kind of walked from the dark. It was like, so, 19... And then you... Wherever that killing happened, even if it was Pennsylvania... That guy was at your house right when the show was over. Mm-hmm. You thought he And you always wanted to call, too. Was this the one where it would end with, like, if you know the whereabouts of this man? Sure, they would yep. do that. Oh, that's the part that would freak me out. That and then America's Most Wanted was a big that's one. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one, too, where they would catch people like crazy on that show. Well, anyway, that's coming back to Netflix. You watching anything good at all right now? Um, you Yellowstone season three or no? Yes, but I've, I've only seen the one episode because I have to wait for Sunday night for another one to drop. Technically Monday because I don't have Paramount. <laughs> but Paramount used to be a different network, is what I heard. Oh. Yeah, I thought that I just didn't know where it wasn't, but it used to be like Spike TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but you're watching that. What? You watch anything else? Not really right now. Uh, the Office. Kind of have that on repeat while I unpack. Season four of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> we try to watch that. Here's the thing with that show. I try to watch it in the daytime now, and it messes me up because. We usually try to watch an episode right before we fall asleep. So when I watch it in the daytime, I start to get really sleepy because I'm used to only watching it when I'm falling asleep. It's that pattern. Yeah. Pavlov's dog. uh, uh, I hear the bell. (laughs) I start to get hungry. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. 
Eric Church dropped his new song, Stick That in Your Country Song. Stick that in your country song. Lauren Elena and Trisha Yearwood are releasing a duet version of Lauren's song, Getting Good Tomorrow. Here's a teaser Lauren shared on social media. Maybe that's when life starts getting good. CMA's Summer Stay K is happening on Wednesday, July 1st. Jimmy Allen and Lindsay L. are hosting. Plus, our own Bobby Bones will be doing a version of his super easy trivia game show on it. You can watch it on CMA's YouTube and Facebook page. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Around 4.50 a.m., Daniel Miranda was driving to work when the car in front of him lost control, hit a pole, flipped like 12 times, landed upside down in an irrigation ditch. He's like, oh, my goodness. Then the car starts to sink. So there's a person in it. He jumps out, and two other people that were driving by jump out, go into the irrigation ditch, and pull him out to safety. Man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Key West, Florida. A 35-year-old man was running late for his flight at the airport, so he's speeding. Police try to pull him over, and he's like, nope, got to make my flight. So he guns it, getting up to 90 miles an hour, leads police on a high-speed chase for 20 miles before he gives up and says, sorry, guys, I was late for my flight. I was trying to make the airplane. Like, what does that guy think? Does he think if he does outrun the cops, and they know where he's going, they can, eventually they get a helicopter involved. Yeah. That he's just going to be able to get on an airplane and go about his day? Like, if you get away from them at some point, do you think they just give up? Yeah, no. They're like, oh, well, he's already on the plane. Let uh, him go. Or they pull him and he's like, no, guys, airport. I got I to gotta get there. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand that. Like, if you pull over and get your ticket, you probably can get to the airport quicker. Because you... But again, that's just me being rational. And he's, yeah, a he's not rational. that's why I'm not a bonehead. Right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. By the way, I'm trying to do my part and not use as much plastic. And I still will use plastic bottles sometimes, but I use, I have like a, um, it's like a Yeti cup. It's like a tumbler. A, yeah. a tumbler, that's tumbler. what it is. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's not really a Yeti. It's a Zackel. <laughs> like a Yeti. Yeah. It's a, that's it's big. It's a Zackel. It's probably like 60% cheaper than a Yeti, uh-huh. but still gets the job done. What's in there? Water. But I feel like my grandma, I used to go to Bingo with her. We used to go to the Elks Lodge <laughs> or the Benedictine Manor, and she would carry one of these with Diet Coke everywhere she yeah. went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so that's kind of what I feel like. And then sometimes, because I feel like an old lady with this thing, sometimes I forget I even have it with me. And so I was somewhere yesterday, and I had it with me, and I just laid it down. And then I was like, where's my water? And I looked forever from a water bottle, couldn't find it, and then just left. So I left one of these tumblers uh, at a store. Oh, yeah. No. It's going to happen. You're going to lose those. No. But... <laughs> I'm not used to this new. I'm not even good at drinking out of it yet. <laughs> it's funny. I've I never seen you. I can't yeah. watch you. <laughs> you should get one with a straw next yeah. if you lose that one. I kind of suck at it, huh? Those yeah, are cute. Yeah, As you yeah. can tell, I'm still a rookie. <laughs> He's just learning how to sip. Yeah. Let's play Elder versus Millennium. Yeah. Here we go. At five foot 11, mm-hmm. the Hispanic who don't panic. That's right. Dad of four. Mm-hmm. Come on. Here he is. You know him. You love him. Producer Eddie. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Not a digital problem she can't fix. She's age 26. She's got blonde hair. She don't care. There she <laughs> is. You know who she is. You know what she do. It's Morgan number two. Woo! I forgot I was doing the intros, and then Ray hit the music. I had to come up with all those off the top That's of my head. pretty good, man. Pretty good. Off the dome. Thank you. Uh, it's a game where... Eddie's the oldest, Morgan's the youngest, and we ask them questions about each other's generation. <clears throat> Let me get a drink from my tumbler. Oh, yes, my, please. I threw my voice please. out a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, here we go. Eddie, you're up first. I'm so ready. Let's go. These are all about Morgan's generation. Mm-hmm. What movie was about a college a cappella group called The Bellas? A movie? What movie was about a college Acapella group called the Bellas. That's pitch perfect. That's correct. Yeah. What famous couple wed at Westminster Abbey in mid 2011? Hmm. Westminster Abbey. What that... famous couple wed at Westminster Abbey? Is that Harry and Meghan? Incorrect. Oh dang it. 
Morgan, over to you. You can steal this. What famous couple wed at Westminster Abbey mid-2011? <laughs> Is that the other Prince couple? So it's not Harry and Meghan. It'd be Prince William and... Hey. Your answer is Prince William. Can I say one? Do I have to say both of them? <laughs> yeah, you need Prince. You need who his girl is, his wife. Prince William and Kate. Correct. Yes. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, Prince William and Kate Middleton. Middleton. It was just the a the, the year I think was the big indicator there. All five members of One Direction were contestants on what reality show? By the way, here's a clip of One Direction. Before they were a successful boy band, all five members of One Direction are from what reality show, Eddie? I believe that's the X Factor. That's correct. Yeah. They all wanted a solo artist. You don't know you're beautiful. Good. Eddie, two. Morgan stole one. Let's go over to Morgan. Here we go. Hey, Morgan. Yeah. This is all about Eddie's generation. So like 70s and 80s. What year were you born? 93. Not even close. What primitive mapping website was popular on the internet before the introduction of Google Maps? Basically, if we had to look up a place on the internet, we went to this website and it told us, go 0.3 miles, turn here. And it, when you printed it out, it was like 100 pages. I, I remember maybe using this when I was really young. <laughs> it's not Google Maps, so it's... um. MapQuest. MapQuest oh, is correct. Yeah. Nice. I still use that. You do? Yeah. What? You guys not? Huh? <laughs> you, don't, you don't ever type in. You print out the 100 pages? Still? No, I don't print it. But if you go, I like to, if I need to find the distance from something, you can enter Ask location Siri? A or B. <laughs> oh. Oh, you can just I could. Google it. Or you can do Google Maps. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, no? hey, I go straight up to MapQuest. <laughs> hey, Morgan. Back in Eddie's generation, to get a clearer picture, what would people put on their TV antennas? To get a clearer picture, what would people put on their TV antennas? Gosh. I feel like I've seen this in a cartoon, but I don't know if it's real. Like, foil? Correct. Woo! Yeah. Yes! Dang it. Good oh. guesses. Hey, Morgan, when using dial-up internet, another person in the house could not do what? So if they're using dial-up internet, they couldn't be... Well, they couldn't also be on the internet, but I, I don't think that's the answer. They can be on the phone. Is that your answer? Yes. That's right. Woo! Because yes! what happens is you pick up the phone, you're, you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's right. Our winner, four to two. Woo! Morgan, number two. Nice. Woo! Hey, Phil. Feels so good. Yeah, you got all three of yours right and one of his, right? Yeah. Dang. You give me no It chance. feels really good when I get Eddie's right, just because I, I don't really know him. It's because you weren't alive. <laughs> right. He was at least alive during Correct. yours. Correct. Yeah. There's a dog in Tennessee. He's now become the oldest known living golden retriever. 20th birthday. That's, a, that's an old dog. 20. Yeah, crazy, huh? A golden retriever called August, who lives with owners Steve and Jennifer, turned 20 years old on April 24th. They said Augie was born in 2000, had two previous homes before they adopted her when she was already 14. 20's awesome. Crazy. And that's not including the dog years, right? No. No, but did you know, I was reading a new dog year story, hmm. that it's not seven years to every dog year. It kind of goes thin to fat to thin, meaning the first year is not seven, but age three or so it turns into seven. Oh. And then as it gets older, it starts to be like closer to one to one. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Because that, that would make this guy's, well, 140. So yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't make 140. Maybe for 10 of those years, it was seven. I tell you, last night, my dog was limping around the house and I was like, great. Just when I come on the air, I talk about how my dog hasn't been sick in a long time. He's limping. And so then I, he has this little pull rope that we play with and we play rope and I throw the ball. He runs to it. No problem. And I'm like, okay, I just was seeing something or something's momentarily wrong. And I'm like, all right, dude. Cause I let him roam the house now at night. He doesn't, I don't put him in his room. He's roams. And I'm like, all right, man, going to bed. And then he limps over to me. And I was like, what? And so I get up and come to work today and I don't know what's going on. But he had a limp. He didn't have a limp. Mm. I think his body is rejecting the fact that he hasn't been to the vet in a while. And his body's like, this is not normal. <laughs> Having vet withdrawals. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm not paying money to help this dog, his, his body is not... Re so, but yeah, my dog is limping right now. I don't know what, what in the world is happening there. You guys can send us emails. Any kind of question you have, we're happy to address it here. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. This happened to me. Wondered... What do you think about it? 
My question is, what should you do if you're out and you're at dinner with someone and they say, hey, I'm getting the check, but then you look over and they only tip 10% or something? This happened to me. Is it okay to say something or would that be tip shaming? Or would it be better to try to sneak more money on the table? Thanks for your thoughts. All right, that's tough. Because if someone screams, I'm going to take care of this, you think they're just going to take care of it and then take care of everyone. Not just the table, but also the people that... And I, and I think it was probably good service if the guy's wondering, hey, why aren't you tipping at least the 18 to 20%, which is socially acceptable and norm. What I would do in this situation is sneak money. on the, Not even on the table. I may go and give money to the waiter. Oh, wow. Like or, act like you're going to the bathroom? Yes. Or give it to the host or hostess be like hey give this to our waiter it's you know jim that's what i would do my end goal would be to make sure the waiter gets paid or waitress as long yes i would i would do something i don't think i would say anything to what's to call him eddie i don't think i would say anything (laughs) to eddie (laughs) got a random name there Mm. nice example yeah yeah. but i would for sure make sure the waiter got paid yeah i went to we went to sonic the other day and what stinks is you can't tip on your card at Sonic. Correct. We are in 2020. You can tip on your card anywhere else. I mean, you do the screen. You push the, well, how do you want to pay? Cash? Do you want to pay credit card? Do you want to pay Sonic app? I don't even have the Sonic app. Probably should get it, especially when you tip on it. But I don't pick that. I don't pick cash. I don't have much. I pick the credit. So I stick it in, and I'm like, all right, let me hit the tip. No place for tip. I have no cash in my wallet. So the girl comes out, probably 17 years old. I was like, oh man, I don't have any. I told her, I said, I don't have any cash, but I'm going to pay, I pay for this for my card. I'll be back tomorrow. So, what time do you work? She said, I work from, you know, one to five or whatever. I went back, I gave her 20 bucks. Oh. It wasn't the money that surprised her, it was the fact that somebody came back. Yeah. That's She's awesome. probably heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get for you tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> we got to fix that. Hey, Sonic, yeah. anybody out there in Oklahoma right now, you may be listening, corporate office. We got to fix that on the Sonic screens. We got to, in the digitally allow tips. Because I'm at Sonic a lot lately, and it stinks. I don't really carry cash. Amy, what do you say? What would you do? Oh, 100%. I'm leaving money on the table. Do I you d- then go, hey, do you want me to get the tip then? Yes. And then they go, no, I already got the tip. Then you go, no, no you, you didn't. didn't. You only got 10% of a tip. <laughs> right. I Yeah, I don't know that I make it a deal with my friend or whoever it is. I just... Everybody can leave, and I'm going to say, oh, I forgot something, and I'm going to go back in and figure out a way for there to be a tip because— There's a Friends episode about that where Rachel's dad sees Ross doing that and then gets mad at him. Yeah, that's right. So you got to be careful, but in the end, as long as the waiter, and I'm a former waiter, and we pay our bills based on people's generosity, as long as a waiter is able to to, to have some money to pay his bills, as long as he gets that, I don't care how you do it. Agree? Agree. We all, we square on that? Square. All right, cool. All right, close the mailbag. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Go to Facebook if you'd like. I'm not over in those swamps often. But if you'd like our page, Bobby Bone Show, we're going to write this up there and you can put a comment up there. The Bobby Bone Show. All right, here's a voicemail we got late last night. Morning, studio. Hey, Bobby. I was just wondering if Caitlin was going with you to do all your Nat Geo show stuff. Thanks. I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, Yeah, I think some. I mean, she has a full-time job where she works in software, so I don't think she can just hop on and... And I start shooting in three weeks. If COVID doesn't get worse, and it's getting a lot worse in a lot of places, and you're going to see places start to go, ooh. We're already seeing New York say, hey, you're coming from these certain states, you're not coming in, uh, not coming in here. Mm-hmm. So as of now, I'm still going, running, and she's going to go to some of them with me if she can, but not all of them. That'd be cool. Yeah. Also, limited crews, because you can't have more than seven or eight people. Oh, wow. True. So it's a numbers thing, too. But yeah, I would love for it, too. Whoa. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, Bobby, would you walk through a disinfectant spray to see a concert? Well, I'd walk to one to get to work. I'd walk to one. I wish I could build a big <laughs> one outside of my house just to leave for the day. <laughs> yeah. That's You're funny. asking the wrong person that question. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah, you probably want to insert one at your house. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. Go back in. That's my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beautiful day. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, because that could be the new normal of, of a way for us to attend big events. Well, here's the thing, and that sounds great on paper, but you have to remember the germs are coming from inside the lungs, and it's people talking and coughing 
and you can be covered in disinfectant. We would still wear the mask and stuff, I think. Okay, great. But yes, the people most people aren't going to get it from your clothes. Like, I love it, hands. Mm. But again, I don't think that's the end all. Okay, we've all been sprayed down with Lysol. We're now free to go back and just go crazy. Mm-hmm. So I do like the head thermometer test everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I went to a restaurant a couple weeks ago. Or they thermometered me, and, and I said to them, they thought it was annoying. They're like, we're sorry. The guy had a mask on and thermometered me. He goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, are you kidding? I wish every restaurant <laughs> would have done this my whole life. It was great. Yeah, don't apologize for yeah, that. Yeah. Why, so people are thinking about doing that as trying to do more shows? Yeah. Like, there would just be a miss that people would walk through. So everyone, at least in attendance, yeah, would be sanitized and then still wear a mask and temperatures taken and stuff like that. But at least you wouldn't have any germs you're taking inside. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm into it. What else? So Luke Bryan wants you and your dad to be in his upcoming Build Me a Daddy fan video. Uh, Here's the song, Build Me a Daddy. Could you build me a daddy? Strong as Superman. Make him 10 feet tall with a southern draw and a crooked It's a really good song. It is so good. And it's like, you're like, oh, let me hear this song. Gotta kind of kill your name. Let me hear mm-hmm. Bill. And then you're like, oh, it's like a gut punch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good one. What? Yeah. Well, Luke's asking fans to take photos of themselves with their dads or father figure in their life and upload them to his website for a chance to be in the video. He's accepting photos from now through July 5th, but only one entry per person. And then 20 people are going to be chosen from the submissions to be included. And again, that's LukeBryan.com. All right. What else? Segway scooters are going away. <laughs> Now they're taking away our segways. <laughs> What's happening? Let's protest. So this is crazy to me. So when segways came out, it seemed like they were just so cool and popular, but nobody could really afford them. But somehow you would see them. But they had a $5,000 price tag. So they only have sold in almost 20 years 140,000 segways. I've never been on one. I was always scared to oh, tear too, an ACL or oh, yeah. MCL. Too scared. They used to do segway tours around Austin. And <laughs> I think they had to stop them because dangerous. But yeah, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Mm. Oh, that's, that's how what he I, got that's around. That's what I think of when I think of segway. So what's the point of the story? That well, they're, they're discontinuing them? The company that makes them says they're going away. Yeah, they're going to continue to make like self-balancing scooters that are smaller, but no more segways, no more personal transporters, which just wasn't probably the best business you idea know, for them, uh, but they tried. You're going to tell me this story and I'm going to go, wow, how about that? And then I won't even remember this in 10 minutes because that's how <laughs> much I care about segways. Oh, shoot. Should I have told you about the story about how you shouldn't be microwaving your library books? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> shoot. I knew I should have gone with that one. Okay. So people are renting library books and they're scared of coronavirus. So they're sticking them in the microwave. Well, they can oh. turn into, they have fires. Yes. You can't put paper. Oh, my God. No, no. It's not even just the paper. Inside library books that are rented out, they have these uh, metal things in there. for. It's like part of the ID mm-hmm. identification so when they can return the book, which library it belongs to and stuff. So libraries are having to send out messages to people renting books saying, please do not put this in the microwave if you take it home. To kill coronavirus. Interesting. Because right. <laughs> they're catching fire. I get it. Is that better? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought, what if you wanted to buy a Segway? I don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this mom of three in Illinois is doing something really cool for her area. Her name's Amanda Carter, and she's on a mission to make sure that the school libraries in her community have more diverse and multicultural books. So she started a Facebook fundraiser to help make it happen, and it's called Fill Our Schools with Diverse Books. Right to the point. She says that in their home, they try to do that. But she wants to have that in libraries, too, so that black kids and biracial kids and kids of other races, they can look around and see books that resemble them and that white kids see those books, too. And then it'll help with uh, the social and racial injustice that's going on right now. So she has received donations to buy more than 300 books. I know we've talked about this before. You have two black children. When you watch Disney movies, are you going, hey, we need more black kids in these movies? I mean, people are better at it now, and it hasn't really been so much an issue with my kids, but I could I see it more so with 
dolls and sometimes when we're reading different books and stuff that we've chosen to watch, I, I wish they were exposed to a little bit more. It's yeah. definitely on my mind right now, but more so when they were first getting here, people were giving us dolls and different things to play with. And, the, and I was like, these are all I want like little black dolls that match them so they can see. Wait, they you say they were? They weren't. Like oh, a lot weren't. of them were white. And yeah. I thought, but... Um, That's why I got them a video game. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, good for you. But right it, about that. <laughs> it is. It is a thing. And I'm glad that more and more people are aware and they're being proactive about realizing how important it is to include everybody. Well, that's a, it's a great story. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, time for the morning corny with a twist where Amy gives it to us and we try to figure out. It's called the investigative corny. The morning corny. Why did the fish have a bad report card? We have 90 seconds. Why did the fish have a bad report card? Grades, C's. Grades, school. School school, fish. School School fish. School. Uh, If uh, left school... Left the school, or I don't think it's, I don't think it's school. You don't fish mm-hmm. school. He fell behind the school. I don't think it's school. Fell behind in school, something like that. Let's think. Let's come back to school. Though. Okay, okay. Because that was scales, the obvious one. Scales, um, got eyes hooked, got hooked. Uh, report card, right? What's the joke? Wait, Amy, what's the question? Why did the fish have a bad report card? A's, B's, C's, D's, F's, F's. What's F in the? Because he got an F in. Swimming. <laughs> he didn't know how to swim. Oh, gosh. Um, he couldn't pass. Oh, seaweed. What? What Go- class couldn't he pass? A fish. <laughs> Biology? He couldn't pass pond. Oceanography? 30 seconds. He couldn't pass. You're thinking pond? A, B. He couldn't pass. Lake. C. Ocean. Water. Couldn't he couldn't. Not a lake. He could have seen the creek. No. <laughs> he Why couldn't pass this. I got nothing. You, know how to spell. you just want to say he was late to school? <laughs> or he never went to school? Uh, it's got to be passed. It's not that went to school. He Giving up? Hey, time's up. Oh. Yeah, we're just going to go with. Dropped out of school? Yeah. Dropped out of the school? That would work. Yeah, I know. Dropped out of school. Were we on the right track with couldn't pass? That could work. No, we don't do that can work. What do you mean could work? But it could. Raymundo, hit it. Let's get our answer here. The morning corny. Why did the fish have a bad report card? Couldn't pass. Stop. Why did the fish have a bad report card? Because all of his grades were under C. Under C. You were right with oh, the grades. Gosh, you were right. Mm. Oh. Dang. Sorry, I, just, I, I kept you guys at school. We're Sorry such failures. That. But, but it also could go, mm, why no. did the fish have a bad report card? If you card? give us that, we're going to find a way for everything we ever say. <laughs> and I say, <laughs> because he drops out of school. We didn't win. No, no okay. that's okay. not it. All right, well, we're losers today. But if you're listening right now, you are a winner. Yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> hey, this is the final day for the check-in on 500 push-ups a day where it's just Ray and I, the only one standing. It all started because Mark Ruffalo, the actor, was doing 500 push-ups a day, eating 1,000 calories a day, training for a movie. And I thought, hey, can we do this for a week? Much less a few months. So we all started. Amy fell out immediately. Yeah. I didn't even do one. (laughs) (laughs) Proudly. Lunchbox went down, Eddie, Uh then Morgan, and then it was just Ray and I. Ray, did you do 500 yesterday? So I uh, I did, actually. The key was for me starting it in the wee hours of the morning, and I spread it out the farthest I've done so far, about eight hours. In my final 10 push-ups, Scuba Steve walked into the side room and totally busted me doing these 10 push-ups. I mean, it was very awkward to have him come up to me in that moment because I was so weak. Were you naked? Oh. No. <laughs> he was vulnerable. I was very vulnerable. If you were going to rob me, that was the time because I had no strength, and I mean, I was just laying on the floor, but he witnessed it. It was bad. If it wasn't the last day for them, I wouldn't have kept doing them because 500 is a lot. a lot. And so I did them. I finished. My total of donation to charity is now 300 bucks. but I couldn't have done another day. My arms are fatigued. I just want to go home right now, honestly. <laughs> you like Forrest Gump? And I, I, and I didn't do them in sets of hundreds anymore. Sometimes I did 27. And I just make a note on my phone, my little keypad. Yeah. It's tough. So shout out Mark Ruffalo. He's a big listener. So uh, <laughs> he's not. But we did it for five days. Ray, nice job, bud. Yeah!
yourself, you contributed to me donating 100 bucks to this charity. Awesome. And so, um, yeah, 300 bucks total is what I'll pay to the Building Homes for Heroes charity. Oh. In about half hour, Eddie has to wash everybody on the show's feet. This is terrible. Because he lost the driving <laughs> test yesterday. Ugh. Yeah. I never listened back to the show. I listened back, laughed. <laughs> Great. Yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> so Eddie got the lowest score on the driving test coming up top of next hour. He has to wash everybody's feet as the loser of the bet. Like, how is there quality control for this? Right. Or do I just go like round one, two, we're done? No, you have to really wash the feet. Like, okay. we have to have... When we walk, we should be able to see those glimmers, like ping. Oh, like ping. Mr. Oh, Clean. Yeah. yeah. Got it. In between each toe. Ping, ping. Oh. <laughs> On your phone, Amy, I saw that you labeled your husband hotter than Dirk's. Oh, years ago. Yeah, but it's still... I so know. that letter on the iPhone, that's the first letter of the name that's up there, it's H. And then she has hotter than Dirk's as her husband's name. Yeah. I think it was to make him... It was probably six or seven years ago to make him feel better because it's when... Dirks was coming in and y'all would give me a hard time. Like, oh, you're so hot. Oh, I think also I told our hair person that Dirks had an album cover where the hair, I loved his hair. And I liked the haircut. So I wanted my husband to get his haircut that way. And so it was a whole thing. And so I was like, don't worry, babe. You're you're hotter than Dirks. So I put him in my phone like that as a comfort thing for him. Still there. Still there. I also <laughs> noticed you have 174 unread text messages. Oh, do wow. I? Which drive me How do you crazy. see that? How do you see that? How many do you have right now? Oh, 176. That's oh, so there's, weird. There's been two It is crazy that you don't clear those. I can't, and I get a decent amount of work emails. I, I, th- I have to clear every email and every text. I have to go and address it, send it. I almost want to put the reds on my text just so it makes me reply back quicker. Because listen, I love when someone has that on their phone. Like I'll send Mike D a text and it'll go, he read it. And I'm like, nice. Now, I would never do that. Oh, never. <laughs> no. I, 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 I have I hate that. But I love it. I love it for everybody but me. <laughs> I think everybody should have to have the red on except for me. Right. That way I will know. But sometimes, though, you want to read it and then think about it. <laughs> Mike, is there an option when you put red on to read it and then put unread it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what I wish they would do is sometimes that's why I leave the blue dots a lot of these are not open because I need to go back and. You have like, 176. You're not <laughs> no, going back. You're never going back. <laughs> I put it down to zero not too long ago, but it adds up. So on emails, I, I can mark stuff unread if I so that I can yes. go back to the email. I'll do that I wish we could do that with text messages, but this happens. Yeah, I, I just anyway the two things I noticed. You had, <laughs> what do you have your significant other in your phone as? Because I have Caitlin as. Caitlin and a red heart next to her name. Aww. Thank you. Oh my Thank you very goodness. much. Oh, man, sweet. Thank you. Uh, that, so that's how I actually put her in my phone, too. Because Amy's making like, fun of me. <laughs> well, and I forgot that, but I had my headphones on, and I was uh, shooting basketball hoops outside the house, and I had the headphones, the earbuds in, and it goes, Caitlin Hart is calling. Caitlin Hart is calling. So I have Caitlin Hart. Do you have Hotter Than Dirks? Eddie, what do you have? For boots. Your, your I don't know. Since college, I've called my wife Boots, and that's what's, that's what's on there. Lunchbox, you have anything for your wife? Yeah, L, green shirt. Because huh? she's wearing a green shirt the night I met her, and so that's how you save their names so you know which one she was. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's how you put, that's how <laughs> oh you would put them in their, your phone. Well, I had Caitlin as Caitlin L.A. for a long time, and she hated that. Uh-huh, yeah. She was like, what other Caitlin's? I was like, well, my tour mm-hmm. manager's name's Caitlin. She was like, oh, that she, she met Caitlin? She was like, her name's spelled a K. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I know, but I don't know any other Caitlin's. I just did it so I could... It's mm-hmm. where she was from. I have a lot of people listed by their city. Mm-hmm. Raymundo, what, what's your fiance as? Yeah, I just went basically birth certificate name. I put Laura Birdwell. Oh, first and last name? Yeah. Very clinical. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Birdwell, uh, you're in doctor's <laughs> office C. Come on back. Um, another thing I saw, Amy, is I'm... I'm now I'm trying to figure out how you saw how many unread text about, messages how I, I have. He knows your password. Your husband has an Instagram. Amy's husband has an Instagram. Did oh, you guys know that? No. No. Oh. Why well, it's pretty secret. Really? Because he doesn't really use it. He just uses it so he can look at things. But did you know she tagged him in a photo and he got a thousand followers? Yeah, he did. Did you do that on purpose? No, I tagged him in a Father's Day thing. No, he he used... Okay, so he had an Instagram account just to follow us and Bobby and she, you know, stay up to speed, especially when he traveled a lot. But he started using it for his drone business. And so he's actually trying to use it, but it's strictly for work. And now he's scared to post 
because he said anytime I tag him, he gets a lot of followers. But the minute he posts something about a drone, he loses followers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he sent me a note and he said, hey, cool. Thanks for tagging me. I got a thousand followers. He's like, but now I don't want to post because I know that they'll they'll go away. And then sure enough, he had to put up some drone post and he texted me. He said, within seconds, I lost five followers. Her husband is now an uh, influencer. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Ben for Tummy Tea. <laughs> I just feel bad. You for can him. also get your Fat Fit Fun package here too <laughs> with the with the code word drone. Just type that in and get twenty percent off. Yeah. And then the, the influencers do that thing. I know a lot of you guys have been asking about how to get a drone up in the air, and ain't nobody been asking. <laughs> That's what the influencers do. A lot of you been asking about my skincare routine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ain't nobody been asking. Crap. I've been getting so many messages um, about this, but sometimes I love that. Mm-hmm. That people do that because I am curious and I'm one of the people that has asked and I want them to tell me. So there is truth to it. I saw one of my friends yesterday post, hey, a lot of you guys are wondering why I've been posting as much on social media. And I thought to myself, not one single person has wondered why someone hasn't posted more mm-hmm. on social media. No one goes, you know, I'm looking at my feed. You know who hasn't been showing up as much in my feed? Oh, Clark. <laughs> Never. Now, yeah, just, I, I've posted like two pictures in the past three or four weeks. And I'm a semi, but I no one's reached out to me. Go, hey man, why are you posting so much? Nobody really notices. I did notice that. I one time I went to your stories and it was just one picture. And I was well, like, I'm talking about in the in the oh in the, the feed? main feed. Oh yeah. well, sometimes I you post more stories than that, and I did think, huh, I wonder what's going on with Bobby. <laughs> a lot of you guys been wondering what's going on. <laughs> so I was. You should address that if you're ever gonna not no, post. No need to address it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to stay in the here and now. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more, man. Okay. <laughs> well, just yeah. Poor Ben. He's trying. Raymundo heads to his bachelor party in Las Vegas tonight, and you can watch his first bet. I gave him 250 bucks. Well, the option was I'll give you 250, but you have to bet it as soon as you get there on the roulette wheel. Red. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a hundred and you just keep it and do whatever you want. That was the easy out. Why would you do that? This is Vegas. Yeah. You gotta do crazy and stuff bigger than you would normally do in your life. But you could have had the hundred and just kept it and left it here and then came back to an extra hundred bucks. You come back a winner. Yeah. But the thought of it jumping to five hundred in an instant, yeah. it, it's you gotta you can't pass that up. Well, they'll be sneakily streaming that bet tonight at nine thirty central. Yeah. At Bobby Bone Show Instagram. So I hope you check that out. D.L. Hughley, the comedian, you know, we mentioned a couple days ago, he was up on stage and he collapses and they go and they say, all right, what's up? And they test him and he has COVID. And so now the comedy club says, hey, we need to get everybody tested in the crowd. Oh, my oh. gosh. Everybody. Oh. Is that here in Nashville? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. A Nashville comedy club has launched a major health inspection after comedian D.L. Hughley collapsed on stage and tested positive for corona. Hughley was performing his set at Zany's Comedy Club when he suddenly fell ill and collapsed. He was treated for exhaustion and dehydration, tested positive. The club is now working with Nashville Public Health to conduct contact tracing. They want to contact everyone who was at the club Friday night or had close contact with Hughley to have them tested. Zany's has been closed since Saturday, but will be allowed to reopen on Thursday. Listen, I'm going to tell you where I ain't going to be. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Not then. <laughs> But isn't that nutty? Yes, totally. And now they want everybody in the crowd or anybody that was close to Hughley. Yeah. Now, what if you had like, you were a, a girl. I don't know if this is true. Let's say it could be anybody. It could be, let's say that Mike D, our writer, is performing. And Mike D's performing, but you're a girl and you're cheating on your husband with Mike D. Oh, and he okay. has corona. And then you got to tell your husband, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's sure a, it's a thing. A tough conversation uh-huh. to have there. <laughs> yeah. That's it's pretty crazy. I. Have you had the COVID test at all? Mm-mm. No. Well, the numbers are just flying now. The Texas governor's like, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to mandatory do masks. Not yet, but he's, they're starting to lean yeah. that way. They are just... Oh, I promise I wasn't going to get into that. I promise myself. I sit at home sometimes <laughs> before I leave to come to work, and I'm like, here's what I'm not going to walk myself into today. So I'm not. Look at me. Okay, good. I have a drink of water here from my tumbler. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Eddie's going to wash all our feet in a little bit. Uh-huh. Hey, yes. by the way, is your Jeep broken, Eddie? It is. I don't know what's wrong, but I guess, well, 
I left it out in the rain one night, and it kind of rained overnight, and the top was down. Well, the next day, I none of the electronics were working. Uh, the uh, speedometer wasn't working. The gas gauge wasn't working. Nothing. The radio wasn't working, and the windshield wipers wouldn't stop moving. Weird, because my Jeep, completely waterproof. Do you pull the plugs in yours, or do you leave the plugs out on the bottom? No, I drained it. Yeah, yeah I do that, but I guess it kind of just got to the electronics, and it's been a couple of days wiper's still going every time I drive. And you never even, like, try to drive without knowing what speed you're going. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's not moving. It's not telling you how fast you're going, so it's kind of crazy. <laughs> so what do you do? I mean, you just feel it out. You look at what everyone else is doing. Like, all right, I feel like I'm going it's the right like speed. It's like Yes. You see what everyone else is doing to kind of fit yeah. in there somewhere. Go with the flow. All right. And just a little bit, top of the hour, Eddie has to wash all our feet because he oh, lost speaking of driving. Why do you lift me up and then the tear me down says, again? I know. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Last year, a South Carolina deputy, his name is William Kimbrough, he stopped a speeding car, but the car wasn't just speeding to speed. Turned out that they had a 12-day-old baby in there that stopped breathing. So this deputy just starts doing his CPR and helping until the EMS could show up there seven minutes later, which he did, and the baby was okay. They got to the hospital and it was fine, and the little baby's name was Riley, and they became friends. Like, they kept in touch. The family stayed in touch and invited him to Ryland's first birthday party. And when he shows up, they had a surprise there, and it was like a card with a penny scratch off. So he scratched the card off, and it said, will you please be Ryland's godparents? Wow. So he said, absolutely, I will be her her godparents. Wow. Yeah, so now I, I, he thinks, I mean, this is, they don't know, he doesn't know why he was there, right place, right time. But they're going to be connected for life. That's a great yeah. story. Do you know, too, we should uh, shout out that EMT, EMS, seven minutes. Seven minutes. That's quick. That is quick. Mm-hmm. That whole story is great. Wow, what a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's now time for Eddie to pay his his debt. This is stupid. He finished last in the driver's test yesterday, <laughs> which means he has to watch the other five of our feet. Woo-hoo. By one, one question, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you lost. You were <laughs> last. Yeah. Actually, but yeah. Can you hear me person. through my mask? I actually can. <laughs> better than I thought. So Eddie's going to walk over to me first. Uh, it's like I'm watching a car. He's got a big old blue Lowe's bucket. Uh, hey, it's not bad, dude. Your feet are pretty good. Yeah, I got pretty good feet. I think the bad one's Lunchbox. Right. Yeah, I got a lot of damage on those things. Right, here you go. Can you see him over here? No. no. Eddie is down behind my desk. <laughs> Give me a little foot. Put your fo- feet over the bucket. Okay. There you go. There you go. I'm going to... Oh, nice. <laughs> Tickles. <laughs> uh, Eddie's scrubbing the top part. Oh, the arch. Good. Oh, he's putting their soap. He's doing soap. Oh, of course. Wow. His dove. Well, let me know when you're done. I'll read the story here. Uh, Pennsylvania mom admitted she was... Oh, that feels funny. I didn't... Don't giggle. A Pennsylvania mom admitted that she was her son's getaway driver after he allegedly held up a tobacco shop at gunpoint. Oh, my. Wow. Lorianne McHenry, 52 of Muncie, was charged last week by state police with conspiracy to commit robbery and theft in a March 18th armed heist. Do you hear the water? Yes. <laughs> he's now, he's rinsing them off. McHenry allegedly admitted driving her son, who's 28, to and from the shop where they robbed $3,500 at gunpoint. He wore a camouflage face mask, black goggles, carried a drawstring bag <laughs> during which no shots were fired, no one was hurt. You feel good? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Can you dry them off for yeah. me? I, I like uh, air dry. Air dry? <laughs> Can you do that? Oh, no. like a... I don't have that. Eddie is washing my feet because he lost the bet yesterday. All right. That's pretty good. You did pretty good. Thank you, dude. You want a tip? Yeah. yeah I, I, I do take tips. Here's a tip. Do better on your driver test uh, next time. Oh! Ayo, got him! All right. Amy? You're I'm up. Next. You're up next. Amy? Eddie's walking the bucket over to her. By the way, he's masked. Of course I'm masked. I'll do a different story, too. Can you get more of these? No, use the same towels on her you did me. No. Can you get foot COVID? Is that a thing? Yeah. He's got the soap right there. It's the oh, dove. the dove. I was about to say it smells like... Costco says it has no plans to bring back its half-sheet cakes anytime soon because no one needs them right now because it shouldn't be having a party that big. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Amy's feet are above the bucket right now. Costco sheet cakes are enormous if you haven't seen one. <laughs> this tickles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't tell. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Oh, I dropped the soap. Bend over. <laughs> okay.
<laughs> All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. While Eddie cleans. I can't do this. <laughs> we're going to play the new Eric Church song. We'll come back on the backside of this here. Eddie has one more set of feet to wash. They're from Lunchbox. Lunchbox? Oh, yeah, up. I'm ready. I'll come sit on the stage, baby. I, I have not been looking forward to this. Oh, Eddie, get out of my chair, boy. Did you do anything? You- now, that's his chair, but you can you can pull one up. Here, or here, here. Sit on this. You didn't do anything to gross them out, did you? No, I just wore my feet like my normal feet. He said they didn't shower last night. No. Well, that's normal, though. Yeah, that's normal. Look, I do have a blood whistle. Oh. oh. There's a blood Hey, describe Lunchbox's feet. Oh, yeah. I mean, these toes look like they've been like hiking through mountain mountain Kilimanjaro or They're crooked. <laughs> the toenails are long. Ugh, that one's disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, the, 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 one, the second toe on this, the left foot. Yeah. I, the toenail is so tough, I can't, I can't rip it off. They're I even rip a, it off, and it doesn't come off. They're even a little, like, yellowish. His whole feet or his toenails? No, like his toenails. Well, yeah. Lunchbox is getting his feet washed. Eddie has now washed my feet, Amy's feet, Morgan's mm-hmm. feet, Ray's feet, oh and is God. finally on Lunchbox here because Eddie finished last in the driver test. He's putting the soap in the towel. Stop. Oh, I keep, I, no, keep I, your feet down. Oh, sorry. Ugh. You gotta look at him. Come on. You don't have to look at him. You gotta look what you're doing. Come man. on. <laughs> this grosses me out. <laughs> don't touch me. You touch me. You're washing my feet. He's putting his toes on my hands. Uh, kids. Kids. He's wiggling his toes on my hands while I'm trying to uh, walk. Kids. Lunchbox, leave your big brother alone. <laughs> Stop. No, I'm just I'm Did trying you... to pick him up so you can get my heels. Come on, man. I mean, they do need washing. <laughs> Did you get in between? And remember, Eddie, take, no, my toes. Toes. Oh my God. take pride in your work. Yeah, anything I mean, worth doing is worth doing right. Between the toenail, hey, the toes. He requested yeah, it. Come on. That's how I like my toes clean. Yeah. Amy, you ever, you ever get pet? Oh, that's disgusting. You, what? Do you ever get pedicures? Yes. Is that what it looks like? People have to do this. Yeah, for their job. they do. Yep. This is what they do for a living. You know those pedicures they put the little fish in you put your feet in the fish like attacked it yeah i've never had that you should do oh, it with minnows what is that? yeah you can start this just get minnows from the <laughs> tackle shop get little baby piranhas put them in yeah all right all right you're good you're done well, there you he is him? i gotta rinse hold on yeah exactly come on oh it's a good thing i got a mask on just so you don't vomit you're gloves i'm too. about to vomit seriously what do you come on <laughs> eddie is finishing up all right here we go this is the last rinse right here yeah, then dry. Good? Yeah, yeah, get in there and dry them, man. Make sure they're really dry, though. Like, All right. Around them. Eddie, you're a good sport. Ah! Stop touching me with your feet. <laughs> yeah, Eddie handled that better than I would have. I mean, you know what? I gotta do what I gotta do. I really thought I aced this exam. Like, Well, you didn't do bad, but you did finish last. All right, there you go. You're done. Would you like one of my toenails? Nope, thank you. Super All right, there he is. That's enough. Eddie, nice job, bud. A Lannister always pays his debts. All right, there it is. All right, let's go over to the phones. Good morning, studio. I've got a tip for Amy to help with her rage. She should go to the batting cages. It is so great to put somebody's face or whatever you're dealing with on that ball and then hit it. Hit it hard. And also to help with her uh, getting on your softball team. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for all you do. Would you go to the batting cages? That's a win-win. I should. A win for me, too, because if you go to the batting cages, you get better at softball as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I can show you what's up. And well, then, listen, you'll be on the team if you want to be on the team. I'll think about it. Oh, now she's holding out. <laughs> okay, all right. We're in a contract dispute with our lowest paid player on the team. <laughs> oh, so I would be lowest paid? Yeah, oh, maybe it's just a joke. Like, you're the last person on, then you've offended her now. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, whose face are you going to put on the ball? Right now, me. It's I not really. <laughs> my rage is not really a person. It's not related. I really don't know where it comes from. It's more like I just, it's frustration and stuff in life at times. Not really a particular thing, per se. Raimundo, you guys are off tonight to Las Vegas. Yeah! For his bachelor party, which I'm I'm not going. Eddie's not going. No. We're seeing a huge spikes in COVID right now. Absolutely. <laughs> it's time to mask up. Oh. Yeah. So you're going. Mm-hmm. How you feel? Uh, very safe. The group is excited beyond belief. I keep getting text messages. Apparently, some of the people in the group don't have jobs. They go, oh, man, you want to meet at a bar before? What? I have, like, a shift of work, and I'm coming straight from there. What are you talking about? But, yes. Meet today? <laughs> they wanted to meet at a bar beforehand, and then we all hang out and get then go to the airport. Oh. Nah. oh uh, nice. I mean, I wish I could do that, but it's straight from work to the airport and can't wait. Are you looking forward to it, though, like, genuinely? Yes. Yeah, I haven't been to Vegas in four months. 
I usually go multiple times a year. Did you get hooked up with anything? <laughs> uh, massive discounts for hotels. Uh, most guys saved hundreds of dollars. Uh, I believe we're going to a gun range and blowing stuff up with a bazooka. Wow. And that was a little bit of a hookup as well. So, And then drinks. Um, people said as long as we give them a shout out that they'll buy us shots and stuff. A shout out where? Like people or know. like Instagram? Business. Oh. Lunch has got a notepad and we'll just read off their names and give them shout I don't know that we're going to do that. Well... I mean, I don't know. But yeah, people wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, here's Lunchbox's last-ditch last effort in getting some free stuff for Ray's bachelor party. Um, okay, here we go. This is Lunchbox calling a limo. Yeah, I, well, I called the hotel saying, hey, you didn't give us free room, so at least pick us up in a free limo. We know you got limos, so come get us. All right, here we go. Thank you for calling concierge. My name is... Hey, I'm Jason Gibble, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. How are you doing today? Good. Oh, you know, I am great. We are coming in hot for the bachelor party of the century. <laughs> Susan Raymundo is finally getting married. Can you just pick us up in your nice limo from the airport for free and have some white claws on ice? Because that's what Susan Raymundo loves to drink. So this is all, I mean, this is how you make Raymundo's bachelor party start with a bang. I wish I could help you out, sir. Unfortunately, there is no complimentary transportation. What? Yes. Is it because of COVID? I don't know. Or because uh, you're not a big baller? That, that, that's <laughs> why probably COVID. Oh. Oh. I <laughs> guess <laughs> <laughs> okay, we both thought the opposite. I don't know that he would have got it, but okay, here is same woman? Yeah, same woman. I understand that I'm not one of those whales that, you know, loses three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in one night. You would pick them up in a limo, but I got five hundred thousand social media followers. That's pretty much as good as five hundred thousand dollars into your casino. No, sir. Uh, I mean, can you like pick us up at the airport in a helicopter and drop us off on the top of the casino? Yes, I was certainly I can do that, absolutely. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. <laughs> Man, is, is that is that free? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was messing with you. They can pick you up in a helicopter. Dude, that'd be amazing. And drop you off. Here. Okay, here we go. One more. Okay, so you can't give us the limo. You know what I mean? Can we have some white claws in the room to say welcome to Vegas on ice? Um, or is that? Um, once you get checked into the room, the bell desk could could send up the amenity if you wanted to order something of that nature. But it will be on the house. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing complimentary at this time. Uh, can we keep the notepads and pens in the room for his bachelor party? <laughs> I believe those are still complimentary. Yeah. Uh, what about the soap and shampoo? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah! Okay, now we're talking. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe the robe. Can we have the robe? Well, if you want to put it on your credit card, they won't know the difference from us. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, I got to be responsible for all that. You know what I mean? I talk big. I'm a businessman making business deals trying to get that money. You know what I mean? And they expect big things from me. I can't let them down. Oh. Did you want to call us back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't <laughs> okay. do that right now. This is a lot of pressure. Thank you for calling. All right. So you got nothing? <laughs> I got the soap, shampoo, and notepads. All right. Well, it'll be fun anyway. Uh, hey, Scuba, uh, did we figure out the quarantine situation for when they get back? Yeah, we're going to have a temporary studio for Lunchbox uh, over here on the side. And then Ray and I are, are separated enough, so we'll be okay. Okay, because Lunchbox and Eddie sit about mm, a foot uh -huh. apart. Uh-huh. You're yeah. right next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, how long do I have to be in quarantine? At least a week. Days. A week, yeah. Oh. At least a week. <laughs> At least a month. <laughs> <laughs> a fortnight. You know what a, f you know a, what a score is? So oh, yeah. Seven, four score. We talked about this. Uh -huh. It's not four seven. score, I know. And oh. seven it years ago, it's... 20, 20 years, years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Score right. 20, years? 20 yeah. years. All right, so hey, don't forget on the Bobby Bone Show Instagram, Ray will be making that bet tonight. Yes. 9.30 Central. 10.30 Eastern, obviously. 9.30 Central. 7.30 Pacific. You're getting there. I gave you 250 bucks as a gift, mm -hmm. but you have to gamble it as soon as you land. I know. Red on roulette. 48% chance of being very happy in Vegas. Yeah! Have we seen our Instagram numbers go up at all, Morgan, from this bet? From people wanting to watch it? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I want to watch it. I should follow the show, huh? <laughs> yeah, you should probably Wait, do that. you don't follow the show? I do. Oh. I do, I do, I do. Okay.